0: When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't say going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so oh, it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish.
1: The podcast that isn't drunk. Just dumb.
0: Sometimes both. A
1: little bit of both the times. Not right now though.
0: <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today Today. Hey Kyle. Hey Mike. That's a tradition. When I when I say when I say hey Kyle and you say hey Mike.
1: That's is it a tradition or is it like a...
0: We're going to talk about traditions. Oh,
1: my God. Are you going to fucking define traditions for me? I don't know. Man. Oh, maybe. We'll see. That's that's a tradition. N-
0: nope. Pay no attention to me striking out this line on my notes for the show today.
1: <laughs> now, that's you when you read studies all of a sudden. Like, it's your deal. Uh, I don't think I have any studies this time, though. So, you could read all the traditional studies you'd like.
0: All right. Well, uh, uh, but first... But first... We're, we're, going talk, we're going to talk about traditions. We're but going to talk about traditions. Uh, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole, it's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Okay, uh, first a little bit of an update. Okay. So that uh, uh, a gay ally journalist that died at the World Cup, uh, Grant Wall, mm-hmm. his wife says that he died due to an aortic aneurysm and that there was nothing nefarious going on. Just a colossal set of coincidences that did not make a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, there there's that's the most bizarre set of coincidences and uh, sometimes I I just wonder who's pressuring them you know sometimes it'll be like all this shady shit and all of a sudden this person comes out and is like everything is fine yeah things are normal yeah Please yeah, proceed. Yeah, yeah it's like I, I just read an Instagram post so I have I don't know anymore you don't have the context or what their face looked like or how they said it or where they said it but yeah I don't know yeah it's it's so hard not to believe that something shady went on absolutely
0: well and who, who knows maybe there's some like way to make somebody have an a- aortic aneurysm that they've deployed that's a- what and, i was thinking but um that's usually that's usually not
1: aneurysm shot Ma- yeah aneurysm vaccine
0: okay if you could vaccinate against aneurysms is that what you're saying or yeah and this one went the other way <laughs> you know okay. how you know how the flu shot is a little bit of the flu we're doctoring real good today <laughs> uh anyway so never mind everybody it wasn't it maybe wasn't bigotry Qatar. okay you still suck though okay yeah fuck you still uh news the first so looking at like year-end things because this is Mm. our last episode of the year right yeah yeah yeah. um happy 2023 everybody yeah real soon
1: very soon happy almost new year's eve party that's you know gonna be mildly okay yeah it'll be fine (laughs)
0: yeah we'll be fine we'll get through it you'll get through it everyone will get through it everything's fine (laughs) everything's fine we yell loudly um, yeah, okay, so in 2022 and There's still a couple of weeks for shit to go down uh, <laughs> But according to GLAAD There have been 141 protests And threats against drag events uh. Uh, Across 47 different states um, This was research done by GLAAD and Equality Texas uh, They include incidents during Pride celebrations And quote, false rhetoric against performers Deployed in campaign ads for the midterm elections
1: Oh, sure
0: Uh, The analysis shows increasingly violent rhetoric and incidents as the year progressed, including armed white supremacists demonstrating in Texas and the firebombing of a Tulsa donut shop that had hosted a drag event in October. Equality Texas documented additional targeted events throughout the year, including an armed demonstration and confrontation in San Antonio. Um, Mama Ashley Rose, one of our listeners that's uh, active on our Facebook group and uh, in in Discord, is is a drag queen in Florida that had... Uh Nazis show up at her one of her events.
1: That's what we have to remember. You are on the side of Nazis, right, yeah, you're on the side of literal Nazis, yeah, that thing you study and you're like, that was very, very, very bad, yeah, you're on the side of them, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, it's outrageous.
0: get your shit together. <laughs> Well, uh, the total total aside, did you see that the New York Times got in a little bit of trouble because they did a Hanukkah crossword puzzle in the shape of a swastika?
1: Yes, and they're like,
0: well, <laughs> no, it's just a little bit of a
1: spiral. Like, no, fuck you. If you look at it and it looks like a swastika, you stop everything and you pull it and you do something different. Not like, whoops, it's fine. I'm, I swear, I just keep seeing how the New York Times is like fucking up real big. Yeah,
0: yep, if it walks like a swastika, quacks like a swastika. It's a swastika. Yeah. Um, Anyway, uh, number one state in all of these documented incidents is... Texas. Texas. Very good. Uh, Texas has uh, had 20 documented incidents in 2022 so far.
1: They also have a place where you can go online and, like, submit... They, there's going to be a drag event it's, people have been posting it on like reddit and twitter and stuff to be like let's flood this with you know fake things so that they can't actually get any useful information from this but it's sure it's really a uh, texas is, You
0: dirty fuckers yeah your bullshit is bullshit. Yeah. There's a tradition. Uh, North Carolina but was is next. Is that a
1: tradition? Is it, or is it just something We're going to talk about it, Kyle, and okay. you're going to hate it. Okay. North Carolina <laughs> was next with
0: 10, followed by Illinois with eight. Tennessee and California had six each, and Georgia had five. There were only three states with no incidents. Rhode Island, West Virginia, and South Dakota, which huh. I'm guessing no drag queens. It's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Rhode Island is too uh, small for drag queens.
0: Yeah, well, um, there are drag queens in DC though, and apparently there were none in dis- the District of Columbia. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, a lot of the incidents were reported in smaller cities and towns in the south and Midwest, uh, but a number took place in, in areas with higher queer populations. Also, uh, New York saw four protest incidents, three of which were three of which were in the city. and uh, events were targeted in Philadelphia, Memphis, Dallas, Cleveland, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. Yeah, it, it's really like there's documented proof that the right is increasingly uh, they're cranking up their rhetoric that drag queens are groomers and pedophiles and are yeah. a danger and menace to society and must be stopped. And Tucker Carlson has been just a fucker about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, drag queens. I hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're terrifying. <laughs> News the second. So uh, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, has issued, quote, monumental updates to their Ooh. guidelines for trans athletes. Uh-oh. Um, they say that they are doing so in a bid to preserve fairness in elite women's sport. So basically, since March of 2022, so just this last March, they have let each individual sport set their own rules around the inclusion of trans athletes. And uh states' rights. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> when has that ever gone wrong? <laughs> um, before March of 2022, the IOC set limits on the testosterone levels for female athletes. Um, but it, it actually, one of the things that I, I guess, sort of knew, but didn't really like register with me is that there were a bunch of cis women that yeah. were banned from competing uh, because they had natural levels of testosterone higher than this just arbitrary level that was set.
1: Yeah, most arguments you start to make against trans women competing because of like natural advantages or whatever you describe, you're going to then catch some cis women that this happens naturally. How tall like yeah. did they, are 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 they before you start banning them too
0: is Yep. Yep. Uh, uh Namibian sprinters Christine Mboma and Beatrice Masilingi were banned from competing in the Tokyo Olympic Games in 2021 uh, because of naturally high testosterone levels despite being cisgender um so so, then do
1: you start taking estrogen as a cis woman like can you can you then bring down your natural levels to so that you can compete
0: well uh, good question i I don't i'm not an endocrinologist kyle did you know that okay but (laughs) but uh i mean I, i know that that testosterone and estrogen work Together in a lot of ways, Mm. but it's not like one cancels the other out. It's not like Mm. you know, pouring diet coke into your regular coke, so Mm. you get half diet, half diet. I guess (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Do
1: people do that? My parents add seltzer to their soda to like water it down a Who? little bit because it's my parents because oh. it's too sugary. Which that's the most disgusting okay. thing I've. Cancel heard.
0: your trip. You're not going home tomorrow. Yeah, you're not allowed to. You're be not allowed no. Around <laughs> the, that, those people can't be trusted. They're
1: the groomers. They're <laughs> grooming us into horrible tasting soda, and no one deserves that. This is America. I want full sugar.
0: Oh, God. Well, the upla- update to the guideline for the IOC says, Principle 4 recognizes that sports organizations may at times need to issue eligibility criteria for sex-segregated competition to maintain a fair and proportionate distribution of competitive advantages among participants. It recognizes the particular importance of advancing equality for women in sport and preserving fair and meaningful competition for elite women athletes, which may require criteria that limit eligibility in some cases um so what what they're what they're trying to do is create a framework that allows science medicine legal and human rights to all work together to make the right decisions Mm -hmm. which i you know me like i kind of I like a hard and fast rule because it feels safe. And so anytime that they're like, well, we're going to be a little more squishy with it. Mm. I assume that trans women are going to get fucked as opposed mm. to like, yeah, yeah have yeah. it actually work out in their favor, but maybe not. I Maybe this yeah. is that maybe this is great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And also I think the important thing to remember is most this Olympic level competition is very different than most sports. When you're dealing with your elementary kids kicking around the soccer ball. Right. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. The idea of like, this is where these conversations should be happening of what's fair and equal because we are at the top of the top of the top of the performers. Yep. It doesn't matter for your high school football game.
0: Yep. Yep. It really doesn't. It really, really doesn't. Um, A little closing note on this article just in case people forgot Uh, the 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 focus in the Tokyo Olympic Games for uh, the Tokyo Olympic Games were history making for trans athletes Uh, a lot of the focus was on the New Zealand weightlifter Laurel Hubbard um, who became the first openly trans woman to compete in the Olympics but uh, there was also a Canadian footballer named Quinn who cemented themselves in the history books becoming the first trans Olympic medal winner and first out trans Olympic gold medalist after Canada beat Sweden in women's football. Yeah. And congratulations, Argentina. That's all we're going to say about that.
1: No, fuck you, Argentina.
0: Moving on. (laughs) Uh, News to the last. Not
1: because I care who won, but I just fucked the entire thing.
0: You fucked an Argentinian soccer player? I wish. (laughs) Boy, I
1: wish. No, just fuck the entire World Cup.
0: Yeah. No. I didn't watch a single match.
1: Nor did I, but that's not. Is that new or different than any other year?
0: No, but it means something this time.
1: Okay, sure. This time it was in protest.
0: <laughs> News the last wrapping up the year, dictionary.com has announced its word of the year and its word of the year is woman.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: And yes, it includes trans women. Uh, their 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 definition is
1: adult human female.
0: An adult female person. <laughs> they said that search queries for the word woman spiked by 1400% this Damn. year. In a statement, they said, quote, it's one of the oldest words in the English language, one that's fundamental, not just to our vocabulary, but to who we are as humans. And yet it's a word that continues to be a source of intense personal importance and societal debate. They, they also emphasize that their definition includes every woman, cis or otherwise. And the word belongs to each and every woman, however they define themselves, they said. Apparently the biggest search spike occurred uh in March during the confirmation hearings of of Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson mm. because she was very publicly asked to define woman uh, like in some sort of right wing fuck face dickbag asshole gotcha bullshit. Yeah.
1: No, I'm just asking.
0: Yeah, to yeah. which to which uh she did respond that she can't define woman, quote, I'm not a biologist, which <laughs> um I I I I, I i like that answer because fuck you, yeah, and I know that that's also an answer that is insufficient for people that give a shit that are I mean, freaked out and pissed off, so
1: she answered the question they were asked. they were actually asking,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's so true.
1: Th- whether and that you know everyone will use it to their own ends, however they want,
0: they also said, and they think that, you know they're guessing, but uh the overturning of Roe v Wade uh, in the United States. Uh, that effectively nullified uh, abortion rights for women, um, that, that that had a had an impact on the word's popularity this year. Uh, the uh, Everything at the Supreme Court, uh, protests by feminists and LGBTQ plus activists, uh, a lot of misogynistic bills that are proposed in the country. Some people said that they thought maybe the death of Queen Elizabeth had something to do with it. Hmm. And um, go ahead. I guess so they accounting searches for what is a queen? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's
1: a variety of answers that you might get on that one. Yeah, with a U or a
0: W. (laughs) Uh, And the Iranian morality police stuff that's going Mm. on with the protests there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, quote, nevertheless, 2022 will be remembered in part for its impact on women and for women's impact on a changing world. And yes, that involves all women. Yeah. That's the news.
1: That's the news. Um, Speaking of people that impact the world, I'd like to thank our newest Patreon member. Celtic Angel 27. Thank
0: you so much for Santa
1: what? <laughs> What's the first word? What's the first Celtic. Word? Celtic. Yeah, like the basketball team that Is doesn't exist anymore. Celtic or Celtic? C E L T I C.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: I'm gonna go with Celtic Angel twenty seven. Great. I appreciate your AOL screen name being used as your name here for Patreon. If you want to join, you get bonus segments every week, bonus episodes and mom splaining every month, and the personal knowledge that you care about and support us. The rest of you don't care, and that hurts me deeply. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fine with it, though I've moved on. Um, go to Patreon.com/slashGageProjectProjectGageProject.org. Pro- <laughs> Biz <laughs> Gage <Gayish laughs> Podcast.
0: Do you want to talk about traditions? Let's talk about traditions. All right. First, Kyle. First, I night. wasn't. I actually wasn't going to do. This, Are you serious? But I now I will.
1: All right. Well, look what I've done. Well, I just... I do, Oh, I, look what I've done. I, I have... S- I legitimately asked what... Wait, but what is a tradition? So I actually...
0: It's on you. This is totally this your is, fault. This is
1: on me, and I am kind of interested. What is the difference between something that you just do regularly versus... I think of traditions as being annual.
0: Well, okay, so... What is a tradition? That's so, what we're talking about. So, yeah, so one, one thing that I wrote down in my notes actually was like in the fraternity world... It's fucking weird because Mm. every undergraduate chapter that I have ever worked with, you do it once and it's fun. You do it twice and it's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. And like they... Might as well believe that it's been through the eons of time that this activity has been happening when like, no fucker, I, I invented it or yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, uh, fucking dudes for me is not a tradition. Right. I do it regularly, but that's not a tradition. So it's different than just something you always do.
0: A tradition. This is Wikipedia is a belief or behavior passed down within a group or society with symbolic meaning or special significance with origins in the past.
1: Okay, so special meaning and it's within a group or society. So it's not just you and I say, hey, Mike, hey, Kyle. I was correct to question. I correctly identified, I pinpointed with laser intelligence and accuracy the fault in using that word.
0: Okay. Let's, I looks,
1: love that. I love this. Hey, loving
0: this. Hey, hey Kyle.
1: I, hey, Mike.
0: That tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, okay, it hasn't passed down. We haven't passed it down to anybody. But, but we're also None not of the merch a, has sold. We're Nobody not a, gives a shit. We're not a
1: society. <laughs> we're not a culture. We things we do. I think we kind of are. A little bit. Not you and I. So things we do maybe within the community could become this, but this is not like a rally. This is not our rallying cry to the community or anything. I think there are things we do in the community that are tradition, but. Okay. I want to talk about gayish traditions at the end.
0: Okay. Okay. Or we, I mean, or do you. But you just got done saying we don't have any.
1: Oh no, I didn't. Oh. I said this isn't one.
0: Oh, okay, 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 okay. I,
1: things we say are not traditions. All
0: right. Well, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with some weird ass shit that you do where you grew up or something, right?
1: Are no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. I'm. Oh, oh. Uh, we're we're no. Okay. We're starting with peas because yeah. that's. <laughs>
0: That makes sense. Because thanks they, for they, clearing that up. Well, because I was
1: like peas and you were like, What the fuck? And I was like, Do you not know about this? And apparently it's a thing in the South. No, I never ate peas on New Year's Eve, but it is a New Year's Eve tradition, particularly for people in the South.
0: That's weird. And I hate it.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, fuck you the South. I mean I you know kinda of fuck you the South already. You've you've been fucking it up, but here we are. Let's celebrate your culture.
0: Here we are.
1: Here we are Celebrating peas. Um, in the south, they eat a bowl of black-eyed peas on New Year's Day. Oh, what?
0: I just Fergie Ferg. That's all. Oh, sure, sure. (laughs) She she
1: also peas, (laughs) um, just a little bit.
0: Yeah, and put her in a bowl. See what
1: happens. (laughs) eat her out. Um, Southern food researcher John Egerton said
0: that's a job.
1: I know, right? Real specific job that you have that you've carved out for yourself uh, said that black-eyed peas are associated with a, quote, mystical and mythical power to bring good luck. No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) By who? For what? By who? Let me tell you, Mike. Um, There are two kind of theories on the origin of this. One um, is that peas, peas as something that indicate luck date back to 500 AD as part of the Jewish holiday Rosh Hashanah mm-hmm. which is Jew- Jewish New Year mm-hmm. or the other one is during the civil war black eyed peas were mostly used for livestock and for enslaved people in the south which that's not a fun sentence to say out loud yeah and the union army when they came through, they when they were raising the crops, they ignored the peas because they were considered... Uh, actually, they are not peas. They are technically beans. Yeah. So if that comes up, that's a fun thing to sound douchey to around other people if you want it.
0: <laughs> Legumes.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, also the thing I said. Yeah. So you can still sound oh, douchey the I way what I the said diffi-
0: What's the difference between a pea and a bean? That's, we're
1: going to have to do a separate episode on
0: beans. Great. <laughs>
1: Most downloaded episode beans. Yeah, I can
0: tell already. It's gonna be it's gonna uh, be a b bo- a blockbuster.
1: I mean ladies, front of the line. Flick that bean. Yeah. Um
0: Dial that rotary phone.
1: I've never heard it called that.
0: Yes, you have. Oh. Uh, on this show. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I listen I re-listened to the jerking off episode just a, a couple of days ago for reasons. Yeah. And um that's it, we talked about that? We talked about that, yeah.
1: What were other fun ways to
0: uh uh, yeah flick it's yeah flicking the bean dialing the rotary phone
1: something about being a DJ probably
0: yes 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 I I would have to look I don't know
1: he what the <laughs> I loved the um he dialed the phone fo- uh, he dials a phone with a pencil as the way to <laughs> call someone gay I love that one okay we're back in the Civil War in the south great uh great. favorite place to be in US history yeah <laughs> the union soldiers skipped uh the uh black eyed peas because they were such a like considered such a low crop and mm-hmm. the confederate soldiers survived on those peas that seems and then the, so then the south has then celebrated the the peas like that seems like a fake story because anytime it's like those dumb union soldiers forgot this thing. And so the Confederate army got to celebrate with the, I don't know, like the glory of the South or this just rings to me like a fake story. People made up.
0: Yeah. It drives directly at the martyrdom complex of the former Confederate States. Right. Of like, yeah, they were looking down on us and then they were, they they thought they were better than us yeah and yeah we showed them yeah 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 uh so anyway you but fucking th- lost you assholes shut up
1: yeah
0: i'm <laughs> in a mood
1: um no 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 shut the fuck up for real zingtons yeah right um so some additional traditions besides just eating black-eyed peas are do do y'all ever have the the restaurant black-eyed pea
0: no no okay I look down on <laughs> that
1: as a food source. <laughs> but I don't think they just served that at the restaurant. They think it was like an Applebee's.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's fun. It, more things from the South. Um, I literally never went there once. I don't even know if it still exists. Okay.
0: Uh, Wait, other, you've never been to an Applebee's? No, no, no. Black Eyed Peas. Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. Is it a restaurant?
1: That's <laughs> as as I completed saying mere moments ago. I, I it is so. Mike. Hey, Mike. I, hey, Kyle. Look into my
0: eyes. <laughs> we're doing
1: we're going to do this together, you and me. Oh my god. Um other combinations
0: mm-hmm.
1: or other traditions with black-eyed peas. Uh in the south they are served in a dish called Hoppin' John. Um you look down on it. I was, I was waiting for you to just say no, okay? <laughs> just like <laughs> just
0: the, a, a Hoppin' John is the name of a dish. Yes, Like, like a, yes. A, a cooking utensil
1: No, thing. no. Is this just not interesting? Is that what's happening? I don't know what's going on, Kyle. Okay. I can barely,
0: like, I don't know.
1: Hoppin' John is the name of a dish. Like when you,
0: uh, food that you Got eat it. is called a dish. Got
1: it. Whew. Okay. But um, then you
0: do the dishes. Anyway, It's fine. Go ahead.
1: Yes, dish has m- multiple meanings. <laughs> a myriad of meanings. Um, One of which is, so it's served with rice. Um, and the earliest, uh, on, on in New Year's Eve, uh, earliest written recipe of that is 1847. Um, and actually the tradition of eating peas with rice is of African origin. So, um, then it came to the South, mostly in the Carolinas. Um, it also, a lot of, black, a,
0: lot of a lot of beans and rice and a lot of, as staples of a lot of kinds of food. Yeah.
1: Um, it can also be served with, uh, another tra- separate tradition. It could also be served with cornbread and the cornbread represents gold. It could be stewed with tomatoes, which represents wealth and health. Um, some people put actual money, like a nickel or a dime, in the dish.
0: That now we're disgusting. talking about
1: the pot in the dish that they are cooking the peas with. Whoever gets the coin if they survive <laughs> yeah. we'll have good uh good have the best luck in the following year but what is it with people in the south that are putting shit in food like a I, king cake right king cake. that's like, exactly what i thought every time i think
0: about that i'm like you're
1: gonna choke on that baby yeah hope you survive this <laughs> i mean but then you're it's like you gotta be tough oh. living south you gotta be tough ram tough um
0: fort tough fort tough <laughs> i think is definitely it's definitely that
1: um Or the last one, you have to eat 365 black-eyed peas to have good luck for the upcoming year. No. (laughs) (laughs) To conclude this segment, no. (laughs) That's why we're talking about this is because of
0: peas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you ever gotten peas on?
0: (laughs) No, never mind. (laughs) I mean. Cut that. Not recently. Um, Not recently? Wait. I don't think I've ever been peed on. Really?
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Anyway, um... Uh, so split pea soup is definitely a thing that mom used to do uh, for a while, hmm. and I don't remember that was specifically tied to New Year's Eve or not, but it it was it was a thing.
1: Did she make it with a dime in it?
0: <laughs> no, okay. no, but it did have chunks of ham in it, and if you
1: ooh like, hot man,
0: ham water, hot ham water, <laughs> yum, and split peas, uh, looks like baby barf, and it was delicious.
1: <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs>
0: um well okay so if that's a if that's a new year's eve tradition uh, in the south i was going to talk to you about a whole bunch of other traditions that i found online okay and uh uh it's it's from bestlifeonline.com mm-hmm. so you know it's real yep and uh a, a bunch of a bunch of other unique new year's Eve traditions from around the world but i want to rate them on how how gay we think they are okay 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 so number one is in spain locals will eat exactly 12 grapes at the stroke of midnight so some people say that the reason that the tradition um uh, started was because uh they ne- they had a bunch of grapes that they needed to sell so they like they, they invented this so that people would buy grapes so many like
1: like you were talking about with the fraternity there are so many traditions that when you really think about it is a person started this like or people started this just like the bible like a person wrote this down we 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 add so much significance to these things and and then you got to like think about like maybe someone just had a bunch of grapes yeah. and
0: that's yeah. just what happened well and uh what also happens in the fraternity a, a lot i think it's just human nature by the time something gets done you know one time it's fun the second time it's tradition the third time it has a whole series of like mysteries about what it means yeah it's been embellished and cranked up and turned into a thing when it like like
1: it becomes like the most important thing that it happens on this day that's i mean that's something i wanted to talk about is the there's the good versus the bad the value that traditions provide versus like uh, uh, eating twelve grapes is one of the more innocuous ones, so that's fine. I don't know. That's how how gay is that? I um, <laughs> grapes kind of uh, seem like balls. That's the only thing I can come up with.
0: I agree. That I was going to rate this one highly gay because Whoa, I think I'm on
1: the opposite. Like I, that's a stretch to say that they're ball shaped and
0: th- they're ball shaped. and I think chugging anything is pretty gay.
1: Chugging balls
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> on a scale of one to five, I rated a one. Not one, gay. one one dildo,
0: not gay at all. Yep, <laughs> we could use the same local gay bar review scale. Sure, one why dildo. Not? I, I give it. I give it. I give it three dildos. Wait,
1: you um, said it was like extremely gay. Eh, you
0: you talked me out of it. Okay, okay. Okay. Number two, Scotland. They have a tradition called first footing. New Year's Eve is actually called Hogmanay in Scotland, and they have a lot of traditions. But one of their most famous is called first footing. And according to Scottish beliefs, the first person who crosses through the threshold of your house after midnight on New Year's Day should be a dark-haired man if you want to have good luck in the coming year.
1: I read, uh, I when I was reading about like why we, what? <laughs> Go ahead.
0: What? Go ahead. What? what? You're reading.
1: What? Why'd
0: you laugh? No, like I, I want to know where you're going with this. This was very gay. Please, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why? I don't get why you're giggling so much at this one. I
0: love it why cause it cause foot stuff anyway
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know is there more okay I mean my threshold that's what I call my anus Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. Um, no I was just like reading this is one of the people like when we think about traditions where you do something that kicks off the new year like what you're doing in the new year is how the year will be spent this like came up as one of the original if not the original kind of place where that started Um, so I actually read about this yeah yeah foot stuff see our episode about feet um uh, i don't know wanting a dark-haired gentleman to come through your threshold like that's pretty that's that i uh, hard-pressed to think of something gayer
0: and traditionally these men come bearing gifts of coal salt shortbread and whiskey which
1: i don't I, care as long as they come i don't think you can like <laughs> i don't think you like any of those things I like salt.
0: I like shortbread. One of the reasons it's given about why he has to be dark haired is because uh, apparently Scotland used to get invaded by the Vikings a lot. And the last thing you wanted <laughs> to see at your doorstep was a blonde with a giant axe. <laughs> you don't tell me what I want.
1: You know what the butts of that axe can be used for.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I have five dildos five, for me.
1: Five, five for me, too. Yes. Yep.
0: Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Scotsman, call me. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three in the Netherlands, they... Chow down on Oliballen.
1: What is that?
0: Um, They are pieces of deep fried dough so that when Germanic goddess Perchta, better known as Perchta the belly slitter, tried to cut their stomachs open and fill them with trash, (sighs) the fat from the dough would cause her sword to slide right off. I mean...
1: (laughs) That's the thing about swords, though. You know, if you break it down... They're very good at cutting through things. Yeah,
0: they really are. Yeah. Unless, unless you're full of donuts.
1: Full. Of, <clears throat> that's as good a reason as any as I can think of to eat donuts. Yeah. Um. This is another ball-shaped item. Yeah. Do we just? We have a lot of balls going on on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Dropping balls. Dropping balls. I mean, that's the end of the list. You know, I think. <laughs> I think there was one item on the, the list in addition to. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go two
0: yeah uh so i think because these are carbs one one dildo
1: oh okay i was gonna say like there's mythology in here which gays (laughs) fucking love that shit i saw something that was like if you liked greek mythology as a kid you're definitely gay now Mm -hmm. yeah which Mm -hmm. i think
0: is true uh number four in russia they plant water
1: (laughs) (laughs) it goes bad
0: In Russia, my water's not
1: growing. They pl- <laughs> I, where's my ice forest? They, <laughs> I planted all the water last year.
0: They plant trees underwater. So, th- for the past 25 years or so, it's been a Russian holiday tradition for two divers named Father Frost and the Ice Maiden to go onto Lake Baikal, the world's largest freshwater lake, and take a New Year tree, which is a spruce decorated, like kind of like for Christmas, but they take it 100 feet below the surface of the ice. And plant it on the bottom of the lake.
1: This sounds like some heteronormative bullshit. Like this sounds like straight people shit. Where like gays like at home drinking cocoa and they're like, You're doing what? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna be here doing regular things that regular people do. Have fun. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go negative one.
0: Yeah, negative dildos. Negative one dildo. You have to
1: I have to pull a dildo out of my ass (laughs) and give it over to you. That's how not gay this is. This also sounds cold.
0: Oh, it is. It is very, very cold. It's normally well below freezing. Um, number five, in Brazil, they throw white flowers into the ocean.
1: Okay, we're getting it, it, there. It, it is
0: commonplace for citizens to take to the shores on New Year's Eve in order to make offerings to Yamoja, a major water deity who is said to control the seas to elicit her blessings for the year to come. Um, there can be just large patches of white flowers and, and candles in 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 the ocean.
1: This sounds like some sapphic bullshit. Like, this sounds like lesbians are like, we went to sea to offer our white yes. lotuses to the, to the sea goddess, and I'm like, still at home drinking cocoa like, you did what? Like, yes. straights are out planting underwater trees, lesbians yeah. are offering their flowers to whoever, and I'm like, <laughs> what? I'm just, I just don't know what you all are doing outside. It's cool. It's nice in here.
0: Heavy lesbian vibes. Heavy, I concur.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go four.
0: Four dildos. I, I I agree. I oh, think that's wow. It. I think that's great. Uh, number six, in Italy, they wear red underwear. Uh, <laughs> Italians have a tradition of wearing red underwear to ring in the new year. The color red is associated with fertility. So people wear it under their clothes in the hopes that it will help them conceive in the coming year.
1: Is that fertility because, like, I don't know, period blood? Like, what's, what's I, the fertility? <laughs> I,
0: I have no idea. I have no idea why why red. I have no idea why they think that has anything to do with jizz.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know underwear like what someone was like can you wear when we like went to hook up he was like can you wear red underwear And
0: i don't know why did you have some yeah then then, yeah (laughs) you can yeah well yes oh (laughs) yes yes my answer was yes that was not the
1: the the point of the i just didn't i was like sure like that's a that's a swing that you're taking Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go three Caring yeah. about someone's underwear?
0: I, I was going to go with four. Four dildos. Okay. I, I think that like red, red, any underwear related tradition has got like yeah. some gay fetish overtones to yeah, it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number seven in Greece, they hang onions. They believe that onions are a symbol of rebirth. So they hang veg, uh, they hang onions on their door to promote growth throughout the year.
1: That doesn't seem, I mean, it's like decorating is the gayest part about it. It, but it's like But it's onions So it's not that cute So I'm gonna go two
0: Yeah I Yeah Yeah I, They're so stinky I think one <laughs> okay. one, one dildo <laughs> like,
1: It does cover the smell Of like spilled poppers Yeah If needed Yeah
0: that's true That's true That's true And maybe Maybe some Some would be into the ranch aspect of onions But I think probably not
1: Yeah like musky pits And
0: dirty onions yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I don't know <laughs> oh my god okay in chile they hang out in cemeteries new year's eve mass is not held at the church but in a cemetery and uh people sit with their deceased family members and include them in the new year's eve festivities
1: oh happy new year's grandpa
0: yeah grandpa says nothing back
1: I've been saying it. Why don't you say this one first? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think um okay, I think queer people love goth things mm, and they love like stookiness and like fucking Dan would be totally down for this. And yeah. If he's related at all, then it's gotta be like multiple dildos yeah, just on yeah. principle. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna say three dildos. Okay. I'm gonna go two. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're not you are not as convinced. I no you you talked me up from okay, one. Okay, great. Because like <laughs> our
1: like blood family is like far less important than straight people, so I was gonna care a little bit less about this. But we yeah, but you are right. But there like there is a goth aspect to this.
0: How how many are we doing of these? Uh, just a couple more. Okay. um In Japan, they ring bells. Buddhist temples in Japan ring their bells exactly 107 times on New Year's Eve oh, you can't, once. Do you
1: can't count that? You
0: can't, <laughs> that's, in, that's
1: in, in ringing a bell, you don't have control over the little jingle enough to count that. I, I disagree. I
0: I don't I don't know
1: I don't I dis, nope, I disagree. Uh, all
0: right. Well, the tradition is known as Joya no Kane and it is meant to both dispel the 108 evil desires in each and every person. But to cleanse the previous year of past sins.
1: Oh no, gays don't want to cleanse ourselves of any sins. We want to embrace them. I we we would ring a bell to encourage a hundred and eight more secret <laughs> desires. I'm going to go negative two on this one. Right.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> I think one. I think one dildo. Okay. Um, and uh, m- mostly it's because I, you know, any any evil desire, like yeah, let's remember those.
1: <laughs> Wait, isn't like with bells on or something isn't there like something with bells that actually means you're gay isn't there it's idiom
0: i'll be there with bells on no is Uh, there something somebody said that to me once i don't even know what it means so
1: no it just means they'll be i don't know i thought maybe there's like an idiom that was like he's got bells on his he's got shoes with bells on no maybe not
0: uh last one again in russia they drink ashes so, what w- yep, what they do is they write their wishes down on a piece of paper, burn the paper with a candle, and then put the ashes from the paper in a glass of champagne and chug it.
1: This sounds like the most unhygienic thing I've heard since <laughs> I've heard about people cooking their black eyed peas in a pot of dimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean there's champagne. Yeah. We got alcohol. Yeah. There is like a little bit of like a goth kind of more like burning something yep. and drinking the, its ashes there yep. is something
0: yep. so to me I think that this, this is like a slight variation of a thing that I can totally imagine mm-hmm. which is a really angry twink who's just been <laughs> like slightly inconvenienced and writes down the name of his enemies oh. on a paper and burns them and then drinks their ashes like it just there's like
1: and the twink being like, I haven't had dinner, so this is my full yeah, exactly. meal.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Are there yeah. are there carbs in paper? <laughs> and paper uh,
1: and is, is paper keto?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna you
1: talked me up to three.
0: Great. Okay, three dildos It is. Okay. <laughs> That's not all of them. There's some. There's some others. Uh, at, but uh, people people do a lot of odd things for for traditions, and I I really wish I did my level best to see if there was anything like this that gays do. Like, mm. are there things that gays do? on an annual basis to demark this or any other holiday and I, 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 failed. And then that made me really sad.
1: Well, I mean, you, pride is like closest thing I could think of to coming up with like traditions that, yeah. that
0: we have. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that a tradition?
1: Yeah. That like national coming out day. I mean, we have like, there's like spirit week. There's some like kind of weeks or like uh, visibility kind of weeks or days to yep.
0: are those traditions? Yeah. I, but I want the, like all of the gays climbed to the top of Mount Rushmore and pee on a cracker. Or like, yeah. I want, I want the, <laughs> I want the, his name is Steve. <laughs> I want the, And he loves it. I want the weird, crazy ritual part of tradition that I, I think you're right. All of those things are super important and they are traditional as or as close as what yeah. we come to in the gay community. I, I just, I wish,
1: sisters of perpetual indulgence like there's there's some like kind of real specific it's i think there's something about drag that is um again like as close as pride can get like drag is very gay and in our community and and uh, sisters of perpetual indulgence are even more specific and have their own kind of look and they they're Drag queens that also raise money for AIDS. Yeah, um yeah. I haven't seen one out in a while. I mean, maybe that's just COVID. I wonder if.
0: Yeah, I don't, maybe they're all at the comeback maybe they now. Had to retreat. I, <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, huh. Hmm. Well, one thing that we are not traditionally mm-hmm. is marriage. Wait. Oh no, I have a better setup. Hold on. One okay. tradition we don't like to uphold is marriage great okay was that a little better that sure i'm going to talk about traditional marriage
0: oh okay so it's like the betty bowers kind of traditional marriage i don't know what that means okay
1: <laughs> is she a drag queen
0: no, uh, uh she's kind of drag ask but oh. uh, she's a, a youtube channel she's she calls herself america's best christian
1: oh does... boy do i hate her guts <laughs>
0: It's, it's all, it's all oh, okay. tongue in cheek satire.
1: Okay. Putting your tongue in someone else's cheek is <laughs> how is one of our traditions. Tongue between cheeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I just looked up, m- most of this is from how marriage has changed over centuries from the week.com, an article from 2015. And I just picked out, I read a few articles and picked out some major moments from history that I'm going to read
0: to you mm-hmm.
1: about the progression and changes in what marriage has meant over sure. time.
0: Yeah. Find, find somebody you think is attractive, club them on the head, and drag them back to your cave. Nom, 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 <laughs> nom, nom, nom. And if you
1: don't eat their bones, then you can marry them. Yeah. Um, that's how it happens today in gay world. Steven Mintz, a his, history <laughs> history professor at Columbia University, said, quote, whenever people talk about traditional marriage or traditional families, historians throw up their hands. We say, when and where? That's what I say on Grinder, um, <laughs> but I get I get what you mean, Stephen Mintz.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The pair bonding is thought to have been as old as the Stone Age, when they would pair off for what we would expect: controlling your sexual conduct, for child rearing, for. Um, structuring daily tasks. So as an organizational kind of measure, people have been pairing off since the stone age for, for
0: knowing uh, who to investigate first when there's a murder.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Law and order stone age. <laughs> <laughs> clunk, clunk. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> um, the first recorded evidence of marriage is 4,000 years ago in Mesopotamia. And at those times, as Game of Thrones referenced often, mm-hmm. <laughs> the purpose of marriage is to preserve the power of kings and yeah. to create heirs. Women have uh, had little say in the matter. Sure. So that's the most traditional that marriage could get. Yeah, that's That's the earliest evidence of marriage. So if you really want traditional marriage, do it to preserve your land power and don't give a fuck what the woman says or wants
0: yeah that's that that's what that's what people want in this country kyle
1: (laughs) actually yeah after i said it i was like oh no oh no i stumbled on a truth the romans however uh uh they they their marriage was a civil affair based on imperial law it was this is so before the, the church was involved in it it was purely a legal thing um in the second century also like love romance these ideas are not yet involved in marriage in the second century a roman politician was expelled from the senate for kissing his wife in public which was considered disgraceful disgraceful yeah i'm sure they said it like that but in roman or whatever (laughs) um the in the fifth century uh the roman empire
0: hey mike what language did they speak in rome
1: didn't they speak italian
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you speak latin latin yeah okay. um
1: you just needed to know that i knew yeah. that okay. okay that's fair that's fair um the fifth century the roman empire collapsed the church took over and that's when it changed from a legal to a religious that's when thing. it got
0: real good that's when it got when god got involved
1: god was like fuck that marriage fuck that marriage fuck that marriage now i'm in yeah um uh, it changed from legal to religious. Uh, re- as religious power grew in the middle, middle Ages, then of course their influence over society and what marriage meant grew. In the 11th century, a Benedictine monk, Gratian, wrote a law textbook called Decretum Gratiani, which required, sorry, Gratiani, <laughs> of which required couples to give their verbal consent and consummate the marriage to form a marital bond. So oh. that's seems to be the first thing. You have to time. watch him fuck? Yes, he was like <laughs> I shall watch every marriage. Can you imagine like that sounds like what Republicans want to uh, <laughs> y- you all are gross and nasty and I have to watch everyone fuck just <laughs> to make sure you do it. <laughs> but is I th- always thought that was a weird thing that just like you have to consummate the marriage and it's like who How would you know? And what... I mean, it has to be because the church wanted people to procreate. Like, that that has to be the reason that this came up. But it's just such a weird specific... Like, why do you care if we fuck on our wedding night? Yeah.
0: Because, Because babies.
1: Because babies. Like...
0: Well, okay. So, maybe... Maybe... It's because like virginity was so highly prized and uh, she needed to have her virginity preserved and they needed to make sure that he, because he owns her now,
1: yeah. was the one
0: to take it so that it would then like seal the contract somehow. Yeah. 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 Um, Which is just, you know, ladies, you're just vessels for babies. That's yeah. And that's, that is what we want in this country. Uh, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
1: know. Don't look a gift bride in the vagina. <clears throat> oh God. So, but- The fact that he was asking couples to give their verbal consent, that was, so that's the 11th century. That was also notable. In the 20th and 13th centuries, the European aristocracy viewed extramarital affairs as the highest form of romance.
0: Okay. I see you. Yeah. Okay.
1: (laughs) Flipped at the end. Yeah. Like a good marital consummation Um, because it was untainted by the gritty realities of daily life.
0: Right. that weirdly makes sense uh, right i can sometimes
1: (laughs) see kind of see that fucked up logic of like the day-to-day marriage that i have that's hard and difficult but i just like it's it's almost like romantic in the fucked up way of like but then i just get to go and like it's it's just like uh, like uh, this pure love it's just about the love and sex and that kind of stuff
0: yeah i'm here for that actually yeah 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 you love a little sneaking out i mean no i don't but Uh, like as it's like as an institution i like this concept you know i'm here for i'm here for you the... may be
1: uh, you, you may consider open relationships maybe maybe <laughs> um in 1215, uh marriage started to become one of the church's seven sacraments which i don't know what the seven are but at least baptism and penance were were amongst them but this is one of the like one of the main things that the church does and is involved in
0: yeah um communion
1: Something about death, probably. Yeah, probably like you know who something knows? when you uh, Joseph Peter Matthews. Oh yeah, him too. Oh, who, <laughs> no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, Jesus. <laughs> In 1549, the Book of Common Prayer by Thomas Cranmer, um, who is also the architect of the of English Protestantism, uh, laid out the basically what we know of today as like marriage vows. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we think of came from this book that he wrote. Um and uh that's all I had to say about that bullet. But I made my sentence sound like it was going up, like I had more to say, but I didn't. And so here we are together.
0: Great. (laughs) And and and, and now and now it is done. And now this bullet is done. (laughs) Next bullet.
1: Also in the sixteenth century uh the church decreed that weddings had to be performed in public by a priest and before witnesses. So like it's evolving from King power land has nothing to do with actual love or romance too it's starting to like now people have to agree now i mean church is of course heavily involved but now there's like the things that we're used to like the lines that are said the the some of the traditions they're happening i I guess i didn't realize how early some of these traditions 16th century for they're in public by a priest before witnesses like that's yeah 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 uh, and you know 1549 for when 16th century as well for when the vows like are written that's like a that's a long time we've been doing this kind of marriage shit. yeah
0: yeah you know what you know what it isn't though what the beginning of time <laughs> one no, man one woman the way the bible says so oh no B- biblical marriage like none of the things that you said are old testament
1: um in the 18th century french <laughs> philosopher uh montesquieu wrote that any man who was in love with his wife was probably too dull to be loved by another woman. (laughs) Great. So yes, (laughs) I, I like what you're seeing. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, it's like you're seeing this rise in some of the traditions we now know, but the fact that you're allowed to cheat on your wife or you're allowed to have extramarital affairs. So it's, yeah, it's not about, one man, one woman together forever and they love each other.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're absolutely right. In the 17th and
0: 8th. You're such a groomer. Cause
1: I'm. You're
0: cause trying a, to ruin the institution of marriage. Kyle.
1: Oh, by looking at it and <laughs> looking at the actual history of it.
0: You can't bring your facts and knowledge. Yeah. In. yeah.
1: This is also a very like Euro centric white version of this
0: like that i'm that's what we want in this country
1: (laughs) yeah yeah all my critiques are like but that's what they want the 17th and 18th 18th centuries when enlightenment thinkers started talking about how life is uh about the pursuit of happiness so that started to kind of like that personal empowerment and pursuit of um happiness meant Uh, They started advocating for marrying for love rather than wealth or status or power. Mm -hmm. Um, And because of, in the 19th century, the Industrial Revolution, the middle class started to be able to pay for their own weddings, so they didn't require approval anymore. So it became more individualistic and and you're... Um, kind of goals and dreams and desires. And And
0: that's when Bridezilla was invented. And then the TV show on (laughs) TLC
1: started that next year uh, in the 20th century with women, the women's rights movement, they demanded to be treated as equal, not as property. So that's when it became more of an equal institute. I mean, as obviously all this stuff is not hard and fast, like it just happened. So that's when more the modern, incarnation including women being treated as equals in a relationship that is about love. Like that's that's how recent like yeah. the modern definition of marriage is. Yeah. yeah. And so when you say traditional marriage, boy, you're talking about uh maybe a century, maybe two of what marriage has meant.
0: Yep. Your bullshit is bullshit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, To close out, uh, Harvard historian Nancy Cott said until two centuries ago, quote, monogamous households were a tiny, tiny portion, end quote, of the world population that was found in just Western Europe and little settlements in North America. Wow. Yeah.
0: Everybody else be fucking.
1: Everybody else be fucking. Oh. So that's a little bit about uh, traditional marriage.
0: Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... It's very interesting to me that we've arrived at this place where I could marry our friends this last weekend.
1: That, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. But you have to say you're from a church.
0: Yeah. So I have to be, I had to be from a church and there had to be witnesses and I had to have them say that they wanted to get married.
1: Because like what other legal documents can you leave the courthouse and this is one of those you have to like back date into if we created the institution of marriage today there'd be no way you could be like oh let me just go take this form outside yeah. for like a few days maybe a week I'll be back for sure with it totally legit they'd be like no yeah yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah you have
0: to turn it in and I'm a schmuck like what what what, (laughs) how how is that how is that required like it's just it's amazing to me that the the process the way that it's written that we were able to just like do it
1: what what church are you a minister of
0: universal life church
1: universal life Mm -hmm. I god I hate yeah I hate that you have to be a part of a church to do that Mm. like I would be annoyed and angry
0: yeah yeah i mean it's right there on the form is a civil or religious and if it's civil then it has to be a justice of the peace or whatever and yeah. so it's religious
1: so it's interesting because we've covered both gamuts of i think traditions like new year's eve like a lot of those traditions seemed pretty harmless other than the fact that i don't like peas so mm-hmm. that that's the most harmful part but like there's fun traditions there's things that feel like it's part of our culture and it's fun to do and it's unique and it's part of a party and like there's that seems like the good fun parts of a tradition, whereas marriage has been used that the quote tradition yep. has been incorrectly used as leverage against the rights of others. Like yep.
0: traditions
1: yep. can fall on such a wide scale from good to bad. And I think it's once it becomes impenetrable or or like <laughs> eh, unlike me, like uh, unable to like have any kind of outside criticism or reevaluation like a lot of these traditions are not based like people are you often use traditions against us when they were never intended yeah like that to begin with
0: yeah so there's no arguing with that right the the like it's it's good because it's a tradition
1: yeah and you you
0: can't fuck with it because it's a tradition yes fuck you
1: yeah yeah like like a self referential equation like you can't that can't be the argument right. is because it's that's the way it's been right
0: exactly right exactly right unfortunately lots of people just intrinsically don't agree with that right and i wonder if they can even help themselves hmm. like i think there's large swaths of humanity that just can't they cannot arrive where you just arrived hmm. that like the fact that it's traditional is isn't enough
1: yeah i mean i think about that with religion if because traditions, especially in the U S so much of our traditions are based on what Christianity wants and Mm -hmm. believes, which as we learned in the last episode are often based on what pagans did. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But it's, if you are born into a religious family that literally believes that someone like me is going to hell and going to burn for eternity, I might do the same thing to try to make it so that won't happen to you. Like if that's what you truly believe how you know how where do you stop trying to make it so people don't burn in hell for eternity yeah that's a horrifying thought and one that in junior high my friends presented to me and told me i was going to burn in hell forever so like that's a very childish way of thinking that uh, that that I get I, I, I'm now talking myself out of giving them that excuse like the yeah that's what my friends were like holy shit have you seen the Bible you're going to burn in hell you should like fix that shit because it's scary like that's what children told me right yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we grew up and started thinking a little
0: bit so I
1: don't know <laughs> hi Christian listeners I'm so happy you've made it through all these episodes I, I care about you <laughs> I'm so happy you're here
0: I have similar feelings about abortion right that like if I if I believed that that was a baby and that you were killing a baby I would have to act as nutcase fucked up crazy as they do. Like there's a, there's a certain almost admirable ad- adherence to principle there that I, that I, that I understand. I just don't think that they are babies or people and therefore I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but but if, if I did, I, I would yeah. like, like if, if I somehow believed that you were killing babies, who's pro killing babies. Nobody is pro killing yeah. babies. Yeah. And well, like Republicans <laughs> after, after they're born. Yeah. Yeah if they're brown um yeah uh but anyway i, yeah. I just it's so it's horrible kyle we're all <laughs> gonna die wow <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a fun place to end up in
0: <laughs> yeah mm. um do you think we're
1: like is this the result of the like all the shittiness that is the pandemic and trump and do like is just every place are we gonna get out of the place where we end up at the end of every segment is we're horrible and we're all going to die I don't <laughs> or is know. this just life now?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I, I need more vitamin D in my life if I'm going to mm. get even a little bit more optimistic. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's,
1: that's not going to happen anytime soon. It's snowing.
0: Right. Yep. Merry Christmas. I, I have one more thing, but we could do that for Patreon.
1: What do you, uh, yeah, okay. What are you doing for Patreon?
0: Um, so I'm going to talk about the fact that, uh, pride our gay tradition of pride was almost new year's eve instead of june hmm. and um that i i think that that's pretty cool
1: that's that's interesting okay yeah, yeah. we can, why don't how about the last thing we do is let's talk about what gayish traditions we have okay and if we want to start any traditions okay so the traditions i could think of okay great are yeah I think these are traditions. Every 50 episodes, we do Q&A. Yeah, we
0: do. Um, we've done a couple of variations on that, but like some kind of Q&A, yeah. What do you mean? We've always done that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it, sometimes it has been just, hey, everybody writing questions and we'll answer them. But yeah. we've done like, like kind of trivia style and we've yeah. done like, we had people also like send in their congratulations, well-wishings, like we've done... Anyway, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've done varieties to, to keep it spicy. I'm not disagreeing
0: with you, Kyle. I'm adding color. Oh, oh <laughs> great,
1: great. Color coloring my lines, baby. T B has organized a secret Santa. Thank yeah. you, T B, for all the work you've done there. Um I am packing up my secret Santa gift so I can un open it up when i'm home excellent i will have by the time this comes out i will have opened it up so thank you to whoever gave it to me i now know your name yeah um
0: <laughs> what for you, you gave me i love it i love it <laughs> i'll cherish
1: it forever i loved the national coming out day we've Mm. done that once you did a live stream and people came out Mm -hmm. um whether it was coming out for the first time or telling their coming out stories i love that and i want to do that like live
0: event you're trying to pin me down aren't you
1: i've said it before (laughs) and i will keep saying it yeah yeah well you you don't you we don't have to decide for sure i just thought that was a really cool event and it was like very moving yeah let's do it yeah um i like that i think we've done uh during pride i think we've done uh, like a live stream sometime around pride, whether it's uh, an episode or us hanging out. I like that because yeah. <laughs> I think like some of the, the, by the nature of our audience, it's either maybe some people that can't be out or maybe people that don't have a community yet, or maybe they live in a place where they won't have a community or a country that where they can't have a community. So I like doing, I like some of our traditions or things centering around like we don't need to like create a brand new pride event in June. Cause right. there's plenty of those, but having a way that here's how you can celebrate this
0: or at least make it accessible to people that might not otherwise yeah. be able to. Yeah, yeah. 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 for sure. Yeah.
1: Totally. Um, do we, do we have any other gayish traditions?
0: Nose blasting? Nose blasting <laughs> every, every couple of weeks. We just noseblast the shit out of each other. Yeah,
1: yeah, off mic mostly, <laughs> except for that one episode <laughs> that, that we liked and no one else did.
0: That could have been a tradition that we didn't do, doing a, a, a fake clip show. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah.
1: that. I mean, that one di- wasn't the runaway success <laughs> right? that, you we know that merited be- doing additional versions of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no the uh the the quarterly Patreon Zoom happy hours, I think are, yeah. are in that those, sort of zone.
1: Those are always a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what traditions do we want?
0: What traditions do we want? Well, I I want us all to gather on the top of Mount Rushmore and pee on a cracker together
1: yeah 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 yeah. if your name is I forget what I Steve I think I said is what his <laughs> name is if your name is Steve and you or you want to be the representative <clears throat> Steve for the group boy do you think that the, the test is whether the pee hits you before it freezes
0: right right yeah
1: and ain't that just a toot in the old fog bucket <laughs> what I don't know <laughs> That's not a thing. Um, I would love for there to be some kind of tradition about in-person, like getting together, whether that's like a live show or a meetup or something. I think that'd be cool to like get that going. I think maybe we're at a size where we could get enough people together to, and I don't know what that is annually, or maybe we do a tour once a year at the beginning of the year like we did like this past year, I don't know, yeah. but that that would be a fun thing to do.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. We're we're going to Tree Fort again this year. Yeah, that could become a tradition. Yeah, that's true of sorts.
1: Yeah, get your tickets for Tree Fort in Boise, Idaho.
0: Yeah, or we're, we're going to go to some other places this year. We just have to. Maybe I, I don't know if it's going to be a tour or not. But oh, okay, it will be.
1: Okay, I You know not Will mini tour?
0: I'm very indecisive today, Kyle. Okay. Um.
1: Yeah. Uh, let us know what other traditions you want to see. Should we do like more live streams? Should we do have, have like more in uh gayish podcast.com slash contact. I put all the kind of stuff that happens regularly that I know about. We have a group that, Get together for D and D I think they're full but they I don't know they might started a second group and yeah. there's World of Warcraft there's there's yep. a bunch of there's Secret Santa there's so that's a place if you want to get more involved then let us know what other stuff you want to see
0: yeah absolutely and if we forgot some let us know what ones we forgot
1: yeah we are at some point hopefully in 2023 gonna have a survey for y'all to fill out to tell us what things you like don't like what you want us to change improve keep the same and all that so keep your eye out for that yeah do it um yeah i think that's all i got for for traditions we did it do you have any traditions you love that you want to talk about
0: um no okay
1: (laughs) my bit my biggest one is christmas that you know that just happened that's my like my family's biggest tradition we always watch christmas vacation on christmas eve and eat um tacos
0: (laughs) oh yeah do you uh, like homemade tacos yeah okay
1: or no, no. Or sometimes we'll pick up from a restaurant or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. But um, you know, I I lied. Um, I have come to think of New Year's Eve as being like a thing that I do that I care about that I make yeah. happen, and
1: and a um, lot of people care about. Someone was just saying the other day, like, oh, that's like the the New Year's party that I get together with people at yeah, every year.
0: Yeah, and um, some some years it's. It's a fuck ton of people in this little ass apartment, that's for sure. Um,
1: but your uh, your rooftop is, the view is beautiful, yeah. so we can see the space needle and fireworks and shit, which that's nice.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always a good time. I always, I always have, uh, and then it takes me like, I don't know, a couple of days of being hungover, and then a couple of days of cleaning up to <laughs> get shit back to even remotely normal around here. But then hopefully you <laughs> have days
1: off that that's... Usually do. an acceptable <laughs> outcome of that. Yeah. I always have to figure out how to get back up to Capitol Hill from here.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause Ubers aren't, aren't great.
1: Or like if it's, if it's been it's snowing really, yeah. and shit, <laughs> but these days I like walk a bunch ever since COVID I've been like walking more from yeah. our places. So, okay. Now we're not talking about anything actual.
0: Uh, uh, all right. Great.
1: All right,
0: cool. So should we take a break? Yeah, let's- continue not talking about
1: anything anybody cares about. Yeah, but we'll charge you for it on Patreon. (laughs) Gayishpodcast.com slash that's not it. Never mind. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This
0: is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back?
1: We're back. We're back. We're going to do our traditional gayest and straightest. We're going to
0: do our traditional gayest and straightest. But first, local gay bar review. We're going to do one. Yeah, now I'm going to talk to you about hunters okay in palm springs california
1: Ah. Uh, i
0: went there with a bunch of fraternity brothers and it was well yeah but i don't know
1: (laughs) oh oh. they
0: they listen so i can't like you know no trash
1: i'm right here and right now i
0: don't bang fraternity brothers kyle that's not i don't care about that part all right well uh did anyone go home with someone no oh well two of them are uh, like a couple so you know no, anyway. that doesn't mean anything uh but i went uh so I went with um went with my fraternity brother Adam to uh hunters in Palm Springs, and is this the Adam I've met yeah hi Adam yep, yeah. and um it was uh it was very very loud, it was very dancey in there. it was a lot of people it was packed it was kind of hard to get a drink but um and I think I was the oldest person in the room, oh really like it probably not, but like it felt like it, yeah. Um, varying levels of of skin and kind of a lot of straight people. Um, it was like a mixed crowd, is what I'm trying to huh. like dance around. But uh, I think it was it had a big like dance floor area and then more of a like bar kind of a seedy area and then outside also had like you know chairs. Which it's Palm Springs, it's fucking hot. Mm. Um, and then uh, there was this there was this boy that came over to me and said, "I saw you staring at me." wow i'm gonna sp- i'm gonna spank your butt <laughs> and i said okay and then he spanked my ass hard but he asked for consent yeah he did good for him yeah it was fun it was fun uh, did, do you like to be spanked hard four dildos <laughs> i didn't not like it but i think it was more about the attention than the impact
1: oh okay
0: yeah
1: all right all right hunters i did not expect you to like it that much it's thanks for the slap on the ass you slapped up another dildo yeah,
0: yeah 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 i i think that's i mean it loud loud in a lot of youngins it's probably a two and a half three dildo bar yeah. for me but like the, the yeah me too they're yeah. the, the getting smacked in the butt that, that yeah that, that
1: with consent i'm impressed we're yeah. we're evolving gays are evolving yeah uh now yes and straightest
0: nope oh. our, our website's gayishpodcast.com oh fuck
1: yeah That whole thing Um, We are We have a lot of communities That you can join And share your favorite Or desired traditions That you want us to start Um, You can go to Facebook groups Which is slash Group slash Gayish podcast Or spaces Or Discord
0: Our hotline You can send us text messages Or leave us voicemails it's five eight five five gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four standard rate supply. Leave us your gayest straight Oh yeah.
1: We love to play those when they're in your voice form. Yeah. Um, and our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com
0: Our physical mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle, Washington, nine eight one oh nine, and we got some stuff.
1: <gasps> what do we get? And give it to me. Versus a Christmas card. Aw, Christmas card. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. Thank you, it. Dan.
0: Oh. Um, and then this this is a box uh, it's from joe and dallas joe and dallas joe and dallas you're always so good to us uh um better than we deserve yeah better than we deserve so what is uh, that? this is for sure a sweater for a dog oh that's for reynolds <laughs> this one's for reynolds it says he's making a list i've eaten it twice
1: <laughs> <laughs> look at those puppy dog eyes
0: this is so cute this is Christmas light underwear for Kyle. Oh sure,
1: I I've always felt like I you know in the dark it's like but how do you find your way towards me? Oh oh no 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 it's just the 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 pattern is Christmas lights. I thought it might light up and then it'd be like like a landing strip like come on in boys <laughs> <laughs> just follow the lights and you'll get there. This that's is reindeer cute.
0: underwear for Daddy.
1: I think that's you. That
0: must be me. This is reindeer underwear for Derek. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Rain reindeer. These are these are real cute. And a game for Chris Hagee. Ultimate pub trivia. Oh wow. I will I will take this to him tomorrow night at, are you going to, at Madison Pub. You're going to trivia? Yeah. Nice. Well that's very wow. Ultimate Pub Trivia, the original team trivia game. I will get that to him. That's perfect. Thank Thanks, you, Joe. Thank you, Joe and
1: Dallas. Uh, Merry Christmas to us. Merry
0: Christmas. Okay, at long last. Uh, our gayest is <laughs> straightest. <laughs> okay. I will go. Um, okay.
1: For our D group, we did a Secret Santa and my
0: Slash Wedding. <laughs> slash wedding.
1: Our traditional wedding and Secret Santa gift exchange. Me getting my gift was my gayest because it was in this like real pretty bag. And I was like, Ooh, I love this bag. And then it was like, there's stuff in it. It mm-hmm. was all, you know, it was like nail polish. And like, I just felt very gay in, in what my secret Santa knew to, to get me. Thanks. Yeah. For, thanks Shreya.
0: Yeah. yeah. She knows you're gay. She
1: knows I'm gay. <laughs> she knows to get me gay shit. Um, and that was perfect. The straightest is me wrapping my gift that I gave to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I got the, I got the package and still wrapped in a little a plastic yeah. like Amazon wrapping <laughs> I placed it in a bag yep. stuff some paper yep you know shit on top and just like there we go yep. this is wrapped
0: yep a daily desk calendar of history so <laughs> maybe I'll I'll read the good ones uh oh on a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Where will you find the time? <laughs> it's, somehow always gets cut for time on this podcast. Yep, yep.
0: Who knows? Who knew? <laughs> uh, so the straightest thing about me this week is I have just been a garbage human. Not mm. good. Uh, not not taking care of myself well at all. And uh, I have on three different evenings this last week just gone to my local dive bar for chicken strips and fries and Ooh, beer. Yum. And it's very delicious. But it's very straight guy. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And then the gayest thing about me this week, uh, we are sending out uh, Christmas cards to all of our Patreon supporters that we have addresses for and got them done at Kinko's. And the gayest thing about me this week was the look of fear and recognition in the eyes of the twink that's managing the Kinko's. (gasps) We totally had a whole gay conversation without saying a word to each other.
1: (laughs) Wait, had you talked before? Why was there... Hmm? Wait, did you say the word horror? Or did I, did I imagine that word?
0: Horror, horror, horror. Oh, just look at like I, I. The vibe that he was giving me was yes, I am super ass gay, and I don't want to talk about oh. it at
1: work. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I didn't know if you had like a previous conversation on Grinder that then no, you were no, like, no, no. I'm, oh, I should look for him on Grinder. Oh, sh- why not? Yeah. While he's at work, that's a good time.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, this week we have a listener's gayest, straightest, which came to us in our email uh, from Alexander. Um, straightest thing I did this week: I repaired an old dehumidifier that I couldn't get spare parts for anymore without resorting to YouTube. <laughs> gayest thing i did this week me and my date agreed to wear speedos under our street clothes because we both think men and speedos are so hot
1: Ooh, yeah that's something straight people wouldn't talk about before a date like that's shit we get to do (laughs) like i love that kind of shit yeah absolutely (laughs) yeah that's perfect thank you for that alexander
0: yeah um we did it. We did it. Hey, rate, review, subscribe, and recommend. That's what I want you to do in yeah. 2023. You're never allowed to listen again if you don't do those things, except that please, please keep listen, listening. Please listen. <laughs> Dude,
1: download it, but don't listen. Um, yeah, make a resolution. And then like every time you hear this from then on, you get to be like, ah, I'm one of the good ones that is rate,
0: rated and reviewed. That's right. You know? That's right. Um, You're good copying them right now and I appreciate that.
1: Oh yeah, no problem. You're beautiful and lovely. Please do it.
0: Do it, fuckers
1: there we go um thank you particularly to the following super gap bridgers christopher bridgers did i say that right
0: christopher bridgers nope uh, super gap bridgers super, super i don't know gap what bridgers. I, yeah
1: did i okay christopher m john crawley stephen Yo social harry saw josh copeland jonathan montanius Forrest nail patrick martin james barrows steve douglas explosive lasagna just jamie kevin henderson thomas b dusty sands a.e coleman chris Kachatorians, and jerome york thank you for your support
0: thank you and happy new year uh, that's it. This has been Gage from the Chris Cacciatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Happy New Year. That was the tiniest bottle of champagne
1: in the oh, world. Oh, little baby
0: bottle. Chug.
1: The thing is, I lost where I was going to say. Yeah. Oh. No, I lost it again. <laughs> Hold on. It's going to take me 12 times. That's my New Year's tradition.
0: Hmm. Me. Need some grapes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. that help. I'm touching my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um Oh, like if you're going to...